What's good? Sound to you with another happy podcast. Man, gotta say, it's not much, but it's exciting. <clears throat> so, you know, we're, we're trying to get back at it with the day-to-day recording. You know, back-to-back, back-to-back. But, um, you know, it's funny. I, I don't make that fucking sound in real life when I drink water. But because this is audio, I feel like I have to. Otherwise, it's like, what are the three seconds of silence for, you know? But, um, what's it called? Um, yeah, man. We're, getting, we're trying to get back to that back-to-back shit, you know, pump out these podcasts. Uh, and as I was saying, like, it's not much, but it's exciting to me personally because I saw that three people listened to the other podcast literally yesterday. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. You know, we got, we, we got some people listening. We got some people listening. So, you know, if you're listening... Share it. Share the wealth, okay? Because I know you're listening because this is the best podcast out there, obviously, needless to say. And, uh, you know, if you're enjoying it, share it with somebody else that you think might enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But listen, uh, this, this episode is brought to you by ARN News, as always. And, um, uh, man, I wanted to, because, you know, I'm 13% serious, 87% jokes, and, uh, man, I wanted to fucking talk about mistakes, just general, just mistakes in general. Uh, you know, you make a mistake, you beat yourself up about it. And there's some people who make mistakes and I completely don't give a fuck. But if you're anything like me, trying to figure shit out, you're a little bit paranoid, got a little bit of anxiety. I've got the ADD, so, like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little out there sometimes. So when I make a mistake, I get paranoid. I'm like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. And I start thinking about it, wasting too much time on it. I want to let you guys know that if you're not someone like Kenneth fucking Copeland, who's uh, an evangelist or televangelist, or like any of those televangelists who, based on faith, have people who can't afford to support themselves send you money regularly because you're a greedy fucking asshole, you're not a bad person. Just saying. Just saying. Now, before I get into that, a couple things I want to say. Uh, yeah, the three viewer shit is cool. Um, and uh, actually, I learned today what fucking soft shell turtles look like. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is that? So here's the thing. I work in merchandising, uh, in, in jewelry appraisals. And when you're, you know, when you're pricing something... Uh, specifically, it's e-commerce jewelry appraisal. So when you're pricing something and putting it online, you want to use a lot of like specific keywords so you can find your niche buyer, right? Niche, niche, whatever the fuck it is. You know what I fucking hate? I fucking hate words that are spelled one way, but they have multiple fucking different ways of saying them. There was a word that I heard the other day that you could literally say it. No, no. Ah, oh, what's that word? You can literally say it two different ways. And it, oh, is it? Oh, I don't remember. It's 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 literally. Um, okay, no, I know it. Thank God I remembered it. I normally don't remember shit when I try to, but because I see this time ticking right now on Anchor, that shit fucking hit me. So thank you, brain. But uh, wind, W I N D, right? Wind, the wind beneath my fucking wings. The wind, the wind, the wind. Wind, okay? We know what wind is. 
Now, if you want to talk about the way to wind something up, guess how that's fucking spelled? That's W-I-N-D. Like fucking wind. I'm not pausing to drink water. I'm pausing. Because you, I don't, do I have to tell you why I'm pausing? That's fucking ridiculous. We need to make a different word. Can we just make a different word for it to mean that thing? Can wind mean wind and wind be wind? But can wind be spelled like a different fucking word? Because guess what? We're saying a different word now. Why make silent letters and put them everywhere, not use them, but really not use them when it's necessary? Why don't we throw a fucking G and fucking wind somewhere and say that motherfucker's silent? Fuck it. W-G-I-N-D. The G is silent. Why not? That's stupid. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. I don't get it. I saw it the other day. And like, you know how when your mind like, I don't know, maybe it's something that goes on in your brain that fucking maybe the left and the right side don't agree on something, but you're reading something and you know, like I read it and it was like something wind because I think it had something to do with a watch. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's W-I-N-D. That's fucking wind. And then I was like, wait a second. Oh, I forgot words are fucking stupid. But, all right, we're going to... That's a whole nother goddamn podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's best to find exactly what that thing is and the, the item that you're pricing. So, when you list it online, whoever's looking for that uh, can find it. So, you know, if you have a, a Pekingese dog... I hope I said that right. A Pekingese dog, which looks kind of like a Shih Tzu, but the face looks a little funnier. Uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. As soon as I said it, it looks like a Shih Tzu, but the face is a little funnier. But um, if you have a Pekingese dog, right, and it's a, like a little charm for a necklace, you write, you know, like Pekingese dog animal uh, charm pendant. You know, you got all those keywords. So when people are looking for that, they can find that. But if that person is crazy about Pekingese dogs, they're not going to want a fucking Doberman or a Pitbull uh, or a Boxer charm. They're going to want the Pekingese charm. So you got to specify, right? So I had this turtle charm. And uh, it was cool. Um, and I'm Googling. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, types of turtles, right? Because I could tell, like, sometimes you can tell when it's not just a, um, a general, vague animal. Because sometimes people get lazy when they're carving something or making something. And they just make it like, hey, I'm going to give this thing a tail. And you can tell it, you know, it's an animal. It's, it's on four legs, but I can't tell if it's a wolf or a dog type shit. No, you could tell this was a specific kind of turtle. So, Google types of turtles. First of all, way too many different types of turtles, but once again, topic for another fucking podcast. So, uh, and also, feel free to, so you can see this goddamn picture, because this shit was frightening. I uh, typed in types of turtles, and, you know, it was like something turtle, something turtle, pond turtle. I remembered that one, because that's actually the type of turtle that uh, my charm was. And then maybe like, I think it was like two, three more pictures. It was out. First of all, I saw the picture and I was fucking traumatized. Like, dude, it literally looked like a wet dwarf who like just caught a cold breeze. So it was like, like, and he's butt naked, by the way, this dwarf is butt naked. He's, he just caught a breeze and like his dick is shriveling up into his body. It was the weirdest, <laughs> it was the 
weirdest fucking thing. I see this picture, and I'm like, hold on, sidetrack initiated. I clicked onto it immediately, 100%. I'm like, all right, I got to figure out what the fuck this is. I click it, and I'm just like, I wish I didn't click it, because this shit is weird. Why? Why does this exist? So, soft shell turtles, but just type in types of turtles so you can see this exact picture that I saw. It was fucking weird, dude. But, uh, yeah, so I learned what that was today. Um, I'm excited that I learned something because it knocks off that, like, oh, learn something, one thing a day. But, like, at the same time, it was fucking creepy. Like, so, all right, that's that. Get that out the way. And, um, oh, I had it here, actually. So when I, when I do these podcasts, right, I, I, take, I do, like, a note. What I do is I text myself um, something, if something's happening throughout the day, like literally the turtle thing, I text myself, uh, soft shell turtles. And then I remember it. So when I want to record a podcast, I remember, Oh, soft shell turtle, bam, I have a little story or do they call it limericks or something like that? Old people call it limericks, boomers, boomers call it limericks. So, uh, that, but every now and then I have notes like, like for this, this month that I haven't recorded, I, I, I still text myself notes and because those are ideas. So when I do record, I'm just like packed full of ideas. Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> I go through yesterday specifically. I go through my notes before I record. And I, I'm trying to put them all together because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I see a note. And from time to time, this happens. Like... It's not, I don't understand, I, I probably understand about like, I'm going to say like 80 to 90% of my notes, and it's literally like a word, or three words, or four words, it's never a full sentence, it's never a paragraph explaining what I want to say, because if I write, if I write out the joke that I had in my mind, and I, and I come back to it later, I'm like, ah, this is not that funny, then I start tweaking it, and tweaking it, and then it's never that funny, because you never get to really say it how you want to say it. But dude, I literally fucking wrote, homeless guy, hot chocolate. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. If you can figure out what it means, that'd be cool. But like, what does he mean? And I know I probably had a funny ass joke for it. But I don't, rem- <laughs> I don't remember at all what, it, what, like, it, what I was trying to, what I was getting at. Or what happened. I'm pretty sure knowing myself, something had happened. And I just like made up a story in my head. Like, oh, I, there's a homeless guy there. But he's fucking, he's hungry. But he's, he would turn, like, I don't know. Like, and then I made a story in my head. Like, yeah, and then imagine with the hot chocolate. Oh, that'd be so fucking funny. And then if I said this, oh, yeah. Ah, and then I wrote it down. And then two weeks later, I looked back at it and said, what the fuck does homeless guy hot chocolate mean? Literally just that. Homeless guy, hot chocolate. Four words. So yeah, that's, that's the kind of life that I'm living right now. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, back at it. The, the main, main topic of discussion, dude. So, you know, people know about televangelism and evangelists and how fucking shitty they are. Not, I guess not all of them. I don't know all of them, so I can't say they're all fucking assholes, but 
man, they all fucking seem like it. And I guess the ones that aren't necessarily trying to rip everybody off are... Because I'm sure there are people who genuinely want to just spread the word of God because that's their faith. That's what they believe in. Cool. You know, if that's who you are, that's what you want to do. Cool. I have no qualms, no problems with you. But if you're a fucking televangelist, right, who goes on TV and talks about why he needs to have a private jet and compares being on a public flight to being in a tube with demons. <laughs> and I, I fucking kid you not. Kenneth, type, if you get the chance, type in Kenneth Copeland, demons. He literally says this. And he, this is how he defends having his private jet. So he's like, yeah, I'm in this tube with demons. You don't understand how that is, blah, blah, blah. So inside edition, they, you know, try to do a little expose and they attack him, not physically, but, you know, they run up on him before he gets into his car and like, hey, Kenneth, we want to talk to you. We want to ask you this. You know, the people are confused. Why would you say this? Why would you say that? Specifically about the demon comment. And this guy, man, he's just making excuses and putting, yo, literally doubling down on God. Just like, that's not what I meant. Oh, and then he starts closing his eyes and praying like... God, show me how to explain to this woman. Oh, oh, God, this and that and that. And he's like being super nice, but like sleazy about it. Like, it's just the weirdest thing. So here's the thing. He wants to defend his private jet, right? Now, I told you, I'm in, I'm in merchandising. Uh, I know a little bit about jewelry. And personally, I love watches. So I'm not a fucking orologist or like anything crazy, but I like watches. So I can tell more or less what type of watch somebody's um, wearing, especially if it's like a nice one. I'd be like, oh, that's, that's a Rolex. Oh, that's, that's a Breitling. Oh, that's a uh, Audemars. So <clears throat> I'm watching this and not only does he have two fucking watches on because he's a fucking prick. So he's got an Apple watch on the right hand and a Breitling, and mind you, I didn't see 100% of the watch, maybe I'm wrong, but from what I could see, I could tell that it was a Breitling Navitimer, solid gold case with the fucking leather band. This watch, the watch that he was wearing, that it looked like he was wearing, retails for about 23 grand. You can maybe find it online for like 17 grand, okay? Now, you... You need to fucking get in your private jet because you, you need to preach to everybody and you got to be there as fast as possible. Cool. I, I, can, I can maybe understand that. Let's, let's just give him that one, right? Why do you need a $17,000 watch? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, he's an asshole. Instant, like instantly. Do I need to go further? But I'm going to go further. You know I'm going to go further. Of course I'm going to go further. So... <clears throat> These fucking people, they're like salesmen. Like, they have to be, like, enthusiastic and, and like, you know, like, make you feel good, right? But here's the thing. It's kind of easier for them because they get to play on your heartstrings. If you're religious and, you know, you're, you're expecting God and religion and heaven and all this stuff and, and for your religion to save you and bring good things to you in your life, then it's easier for somebody to manipulate you because of your emotions and your attachment to it. So I was watching John Oliver the other day 
Oh, hold on, hold on. It's it's I'm 15 minutes in, baby. I'm about to cut over Drew P. Wiener's slot. All right, listen, we're gonna, you know, just to remind me, we're at John Oliver. I'm gonna cut out, let um <coughs> Drew come in, and then uh, I'll be back in a minute or so. Catch you guys later. This is ARN News. That's Absolute Real News, and I'm your host, Drew P. Wiener. Drew P. Wiener here. And as you know, this part of the show, I read you a headline, and you decide whether or not it's true or false. And if you Google it, you're a fucking asshole. McDonald's customer pulls gun when given ketchup instead of jelly. I'll be back at the end of the show to let you know whether or not you were wrong or right. Drew P. Wiener out. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, so... Um, where the fuck was I? Uh, John Oliver. John Oliver. So, I don't really, like, really watch John Oliver, but... You know, I typed in this, like... I was going down the YouTube hole and I was typing in evangelism and all this crap. And um, <coughs> he pops up. And this is actually a video that I saw a while back. Saw or saw? I, just, I can't even talk. This is a video that I saw a while back. But um, I just, you know, I forgot about it because, you know, fucking life and all that bullshit. Um, <coughs> so he's talking about how, you know how shitty evangelists can be. And he's talking about a different evangelist, not even Kenneth Copeland. Long story short. No, fuck, fuck a long story short. No, no, we're going to go into it. He, uh, he decides to... First, he's showing clips of how shitty and manipulative these people can be. And one of them is like... He's literally on the televangelism fucking show, whatever, his network, TV, anything, whatever it is. He's on the, his show... His time slot. And he's like... Actually, he's showing clips of two different people, but they're both sleazy. Uh, I have a feeling that... This is what the uh, preacher's saying. I have a feeling that if you make your offering... And he's he's insinuating to like donate like $1,000. It's like if you... You know, you're down to your last $1,000 or whatever. If you have a credit up to 1000 if you donate and make your offering, your best offering, I feel that God is going to wipe your debt. Now, dude, how far... And by the way, you can say this as an evangelist. You can say this because nobody can fucking uh, regulate you when you're talking about God. It's okay as long as you're talking about God. It's all right for you to say wild shit. So God, let's get, let's get this straight. This fucking asshole who's on TV with his number on the bottom of the fucking screen. He's got, he's got an in. He's got an in with the big man upstairs. All right. He's got an in. He's one of the guys who can talk to, to the big man upstairs. Even though he's got his fucking, even though he's balding, even though he's overweight, even though he looks like a fucking asshole. He's got an in. Okay, he he knows God personally. All right. Now, what happens is when you donate your last fucking dollar. 
<clears throat> your last fucking dollar. <clears throat> God is going to stop what he's doing, okay? God's going to say, fuck. Whew. He did it. Thank you. I needed that. I needed those, that, that five bucks. I needed that 800 bucks. I needed that thousand dollars. God's going to stop. Mind you, I'm not even religious, but he's going to stop. He's going to reach out of the sky, call Chase Bank, and say, hey, listen, you remember Rodney? Yeah. Listen, he's got like 10 G's in debt. But here's the thing. My boy, mind you, I'm all mystical and fucking supreme, but my boy, right? This one fucking guy that I talked to who's, you know, he's balding and he's a piece of shit. But, um, you know, he's the one guy that I chose to talk to. He, I had him delivering messages on, uh, on TV the other day. And somebody reached out uh, as expected because uh, that's what I was hoping for, you know, to happen. Somebody reached out with their last dollar. You know, they can't feed themselves or their kids now. But they donated their last dollar to, the, to my boy, which I was really counting on. And uh, what, I'm, what I need you guys to do now... Uh, is just uh, in that 10 G's that he borrowed that he can't play back that's been accumulating interest. Uh, yeah, I need uh, you guys to just wipe that clean now because I'm God. And uh, yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. We're good. Okay, I'm going back up to heaven. All right, all right, uh, all right. See ya. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up. No, okay, okay, okay. I, I, got, I got important things to do in heaven. See ya. What the fuck, dude? What? <laughs> I don't get it. <clears throat> so. That, that's what's happening. This is the playing field now. Well, not even now. It's been happening for fucking years. So, and like I said, the salesman part, you got to tell stories, yada, yada, yada. John Oliver, he decides to, you know, what happens when you get on one of these mailing lists? What happens when you donate money? What happens when you, you know, give an offering? So John, John Oliver gets on uh, one of the mailing lists for... The, uh, one of the, the evangelists, televangelists, whatever. And he was on it for about, I think, six months, he said. And you can look this up. It's all John Oliver evangelist, John Oliver churches, whatever. And he gets on it. He donates uh, to begin. And they start sending him letters. And each letter is literally like... Yeah, include your offering here and send it back, you know? And then after that, after he sends another one, like another offering or donation, they send him a dollar, right? And with that dollar, literally is a letter stating, send your best offering back with this dollar. So he's like, all right, whatever. I want to see, you know, I'm doing this for the show. I'm doing this to really see what the fuck happens. Of course, they send him another letter. I don't know if they sent him a dollar again, but literally just letters of include your best offering, include your best offering. And it starts getting scary. It starts going like with the dollar because they send a dollar back and they're like, oh, this dollar is dipped in holy water or holy oil or whatever. Put it in your Bible for a day. Literally take this dollar because we blessed it. Put it in your Bible for a day and then send it back with your best offering. And then in all bold capital letters, do not keep this dollar. That's how fucking sleazy they are. You, you can send them 50, 100, 200, $300. No, no, no. You better send this dollar back though in the name of God. <clears throat> so 
he he participated in it for like six months, and I think he ended up donating like three hundred and something dollars. Now, at the end of the show, he lets people know, like, listen, like, it's all fun and games, but what happens when it's somebody who can't afford the fucking $300, right? Or what happens when it's someone who wasn't just playing along, but they were legit like, oh, God, 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 going to save me and wipe out my debt. So I'm going to donate more than I can actually afford this this month because God's going to save me. And here's the thing. Like, it sounds like to, to reasonable people, you might think, ah, oh, well, you know, it's, it's God and like, it's my religion. I don't donate that much anyway. It doesn't break my bank. You know, 10 bucks here and there, not a big deal. Dude, I, you, you know, working at the pawn shop, I had people coming in who would be pawning their things, literally, like, can't afford rent, pawning their things because they're struggling they're, they're 50, 60 years old. Oh, I need to pawn this. I can't afford rent. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to sell this. And they'd be like, oh, but you know, but God got me. God got me. It's okay. God got me. It's like, listen, religious or not, and I'm not trying to be like sacrilegious or attack anybody's beliefs at all. That's not what I'm trying to do. But listen, you're the one in the pawn shop right now. You're, you're not... You know what I mean? Like, you're the one working this out. You're the one working this situation out. So if you can't afford something for a second, you need to figure out how you're going to not just go to the pawn shop and everything's going to be okay and just put your faith into something like, yes, believe, that's great. But if, you, if you're if you giving all your money to this televangelist because you think that's going to save you, what I'm trying to say is, hey... There are a lot of people who will do it. There are a lot of people who think I can send my money here with the best intentions and it's going to mean something. And that's so fucking sad. And because of that is why I'm making this episode to let you know, hey, if you've made mistakes, but you're not some sleazy fucking televangelist, take it easy. All right. Don't beat yourself up about shit. That's probably my number one fucking life lesson. Just don't beat yourself up about shit. It's not that serious. Unless you killed somebody. If you killed somebody, turn yourself in because you're fucking crazy. You're psycho. Psychopath. But if you know you just hurt somebody's feelings or uh, maybe you hurt somebody physically, you got into some fight or did this or did that, you know, something that's, you know, you're not going to go to prison for, but you fucked up, you made a mistake. Apologize, fix it, figure it out, but don't beat yourself up, okay? Don't dwell on it and ruin your life over it because there are people who are robbing people blind, poor people blind, and they don't think twice about it. So here's another thing. Here's another thing about, uh, <coughs> <coughs> well, well, aside from the fact that I'm dying, obviously, but uh, Kenneth Copeland, not, not only is he a fucking psycho, but his wife is too. I literally saw... And mind you, I told you they don't regulate anything uh, these televangelists say. She's on their, their like platform talking to thousands of people because thousands of people buy tickets to these things because, you know, it's, it's literally like amping. It's like a motivational like uh, show or conference, uh, but more about God, you know? So they get you all amped up and all hype about God and you start donating. But she's literally like, oh, you can control the weather. I fucking kid you not. She's literally says you can control the weather. So she says she's having a discussion with Kenneth uh, 
her husband in, in their fucking plane. I'm not sure if she referenced the private jet. She probably did. But they're chilling in the plane. They're talking. And she's like, oh, you can't control the weather because he's telling her that he could. He's like, yeah, you can. And she's like, no, you can't. What are you talking about? So apparently, this is her fucking words. You can look this up. Oh, uh, so yeah, I don't, you know, we're talking and I don't believe him, but tornado comes out of the sky and Kenneth looks at the tornado and I don't know what he said. I don't remember, but literally he's like, in the name of God, I condemn you. I banish you. Go back up to the sky. Some dumb corny shit. Some shit you'll see in like a comic or like a fucking movie or something. And then she, I kid you not, says, and that tornado went right back up to the sky. Now, if you're already manipulating people into giving you money and, oh, you got to believe, you got to believe, you got to believe, and your faith and your offerings... Uh, will dictate how much favoritism you get from the big guns upstairs. You tell this fucking story about this guy who you're going to be donating to sending a tornado back up to the sky, and nobody's saying that he couldn't. They they can't say this, dude. They literally fucking. Uh, what's that shit called? They um, Doctor Oz went on trial for. Talking about super pills, Garcinia Cambogia, or Cambogia, whatever it is called, that and raspberry ketones. When he announced those, the they just it went crazy. Everybody started buying them. Like the sales on Garcinia Cambogia and uh, fucking Cambogia, whatever the fuck it is, dude, and raspberry ketones, the sales just went through the goddamn roof because he was like, "Oh, these are magic weight loss pills," and blah 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 blah. So listen, not a, not the biggest deal. I didn't like you know. Not to me, it's not a big deal. You say things, you over exaggerate a little bit. Cool. I over exaggerate all the time. It's my favorite thing to do. It's hilarious to me. He went on trial because you know there were so many sales made and so much money made, and obviously people. Not everybody was getting the the results from these pills because they you know they're regular. They're good, but they're not fucking legit magic pills. Point is, he he had to he had he had to what the fuck word am I looking for? He had to own up to the shit he said, right? Because if they let him talk like that, continue to talk like that, people are gonna think people are gonna continue to buy whatever he says to buy because that's Doctor Oz and nobody's telling him that he can't say it, and because he keeps doing it, people can believe it, right? Well, these evangelists are saying, hey, your debt will be wiped out if you donate to me. I can send tornadoes back up to the sky. God gave me that power. Uh, sure. Take my fucking money. Oh, nobody's telling him not to say it. He can't. He, he can say whatever he wants because name of God, right? And that's wild. That's fucking wild to me. Dude, I'm become a fucking evangelist. Fuck it. I'm an evangelist now. Dude, it's insane. It's insane. <coughs> Homeless guy hot chocolate, dude. What the fuck does that mean? I have no idea, man. But dude, if it, you know, we're going to we're going to end this. We're going to wrap this one up. Um 
like I said, man, if if you aren't if if you aren't robbing poor people blind and you made some mistakes, you can forgive yourself, okay? Santi says you can forgive yourself. Do yourself a favor. If not for yourself, do it for me. Take it easy. Take it easy, okay? At bottom line, you want to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy. So just take it easy. Breathe. Don't beat yourself up. You made a mistake. Man, I'm the kind of person, like, it was harder for me before, but now I make a mistake, and then instantly I'm trying to fix it. So, like, you know, maybe you say something that you don't know if you offended someone. Uh, so, like, even at work, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe say a joke or... Because I, I tend to have dry humor. Like, uh, eh, not so dry. I mean, it's kind of like... Uh, so I just love sarcasm. Oh, there it goes. More like sarcastic. So I like to say things that sound fucked up, but it's, I'm just completely joking. Like, you know, yeah, that's because you're a bad person. And, like, you know, just in context, it could be funny. But every now and then, I push the limits and it may... Well, I think personally, even though nobody's ever told me I've offended them, uh, I think maybe I'm offending this person. So I'll say it, maybe get a laugh, but then be like, oh shit, I'm at work. Uh, it's kind of a fucked up joke. <clears throat> but I'll just lean over like, hey, by the way, you know I was joking, right? And they'll just be like, oh yeah, of course. Now, before, I'd be like, fuck, I think I offended that person. I remember one day... Um, I said, uh, I don't know, it doesn't even matter. I just, whatever. Like, I used to beat myself up about shit like that. And what I want to say is don't beat yourself up. If you're not fucking robbing poor people blind, if you're not a fuck, that's a sociopath. If you're not a fucking sociopath, fucking relax, okay? Not a big deal. Everybody's going to be all right. As long as you're not hurting people, everybody's going to be all right. Don't beat yourself up. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, homeless guy, hot chocolate. And uh, till next time, guys, I'm going <coughs> to let Drew close us out, let us know whether or not it was true or false. And uh, yeah, sue of it. This is ARN News. That's Absolute Real News with Drew P. Wiener. Drew P. Wiener here. And as earlier... The headline read, McDonald's customer pulls gun when given ketchup instead of jelly. If you guessed that this story was true, you'd be correct. Asia Vester, 20, was arrested on a Tuesday and charged with aggravated assault and unlawful possession of a weapon in Memphis, Tennessee, all because they gave her ketchup instead of jelly. Real talk, though. That's fucking annoying. Because you asked for jelly, and they gave ketchup. So, they kind of had it coming. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Drew P. Wiener out. And as you remember... Oh, and I fucked up. And are we too deep to really fucking... Record this over again? We're way too deep. But fuck it. Whatever. As always, be happy. Drew P. Wiener, out.